to the present moment. I'm your host, Lotus Sang. Today, I have a very special guest joining me, Steven Morello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Corinne Chen. Sarah from Too Good To Go. Thank you, Lotus. I love being in here and this is a wonderful space. Kaylee Mapson. Today, I welcome Natalie Berry B. Hi, Lotus. Thank you so much for having me. Bonnie Duarte. I welcome you, Shelly Ann. Thanks for having me, appreciate it. So to start off, what is vulnerability? Ooh, good question. Vulnerability for me is the ability to speak openly about your experience in the present moment. It's something that I've honestly struggled with a lot growing up. I always felt like I couldn't be the most authentic version of myself at all times, whether it be the community that I was in or just societal pressures that honestly didn't need to be present at that time. So that's something that I'm still learning how to do today is to be vulnerable. It can be very lonely, especially without guidance or even with these societal pressures that's telling you to be a certain way when we all have different perspectives and also different upbringings that really shapes us to being who we are today. Exactly. Being vulnerable now has allowed me to even find out more about myself because I've consistently almost hidden behind a version of myself that I presented. So to be vulnerable meant to be myself. Mm-hmm. That's a very great definition. For me, vulnerability is a really strong word that comes up a lot in the series. Vulnerability does not mean to be weak or submissive. It is actually in the contrary. It implies there's courage to be oneself, authenticity to show up the way that you are. Vulnerability is the root of human connection. And most importantly, yourself being comfortable with the uncomfortable. If you could travel back in time with your current knowledge and wisdom, where would you go and why? I would probably go to my uni first year university self as she's like spiraling into a very dark, depressed place. Um, and I would just give her a hug and say, mm -hmm. you're going to figure it out. I'm not going to, I'm not here to try to change you. I'm not here to tell you you're doing things wrong and there's a better way to do things. I just want to tell you like, you're so loved and that, yes. yeah, you're going to be fine at the end of the day. Growing up, I was also surrounded by a lot of representation that didn't look like me and um, people and preferences that wasn't really my own that I learned or inherited from someone else like whatever whoever's popular around me I try to be like I like that too then because you like it and you're cool yeah part of developing my own voice was saying I actually don't I'm not into that I I like my heritage I like my culture I like who I am even though it's different than the popular and the norm. I would trade lunches with people mm -hmm. because I was so embarrassed um, by the rice cakes that my mom sent me to school with. And looking back now, I'm like, that was the best lunch. I, mm -hmm. I pay 20 bucks downtown to, to, for the same dish now for lunch, you know? How did your upbringing shape you as an artist? So Eastern Europe is like, has a specific way of, of creating art. My mom, when I was younger, she would always draw these princesses for me. She would draw these flowers and things, and they were very specific in that kind of folk style. And this is what I grew up with. Uh, grew up with. Our styles are very similar. So I think a lot of her expression actually really impacted me to the point I didn't understand until later on in life. Uh, wherever you grow up and however you do it, it really kind of gets embedded into your psyche and then you subconsciously 
make art that looks like that. Um, how do you recharge and restore your energy? And what are some ways that you tune into your inner self? Um, I love food. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I love conversation. So I think my, my recharge is always centered around food, cooking, kitchen talk, spending time with others, I think is a big recharge for me. But then I'll, I'll say at the same time, being able to create space for yourself to do the thing that you want to do, be it with somebody or without somebody, is a great way to recharge because then when you're in the moment, then you can, you know, acknowledge the, pre the present thing that you've done. Like, hey, I'm here, you know, this is, I've made time for this and like, this is me here, so let's enjoy it. What advice would you give to start working with mindfulness? Figuring out where in your day you can create space for some moments is super important. Um, I think if you know that it's easier for you to find a moment to just like be with yourself in the top of the morning when you're getting, getting up or in the evening as you're like preparing for bed, find like a, a space in your day and carve out a few minutes literally to pick a practice. Like you have to find a practice that you resonate with, right? Like if you don't resonate with meditation, then maybe that's not for you at this moment. If you resonate with journaling, maybe that's for you. If mindfulness for you is literally just like a breathing practice, like find and ex explore different practices and then put that in that time slot. <laughs> Show up with it. I would also say like, because I'm a planner or I'm somebody who visually needs to see progress, I would also recommend using an app, like there's an insight timer and you know, every time you sign on, it tracks your progress. And so you get to see like, oh, I went three days meditating for two minutes or five minutes or 10 minutes. And if you need to see that momentum being built because that helps affirm you and it helps you make a stronger decision tomorrow, then do that. That's that's what's always worked for me. And so I love tools like that and would highly recommend something like that. What can we learn about ourselves from various relationships that we have experienced? It's so, so important that we're choosing the people in our lives that see us, see our beauty, see our potential, see our creativity, see our love, see who we are often more than we see ourselves because we're always our greatest critic in a relationship that tells us our faults and tells us how we need to get better and tells us our weaknesses. That's a dangerous relationship to be in. Look at your garden right now, look at your community, look at your friends and your family, and yes, family, right? Sometimes we don't need to have all of our family in our garden. Are your favorite flowers there, or is it full of weeds? We might need to do a real clean sweep and get rid of a lot of things in that garden, and there might not be a lot left after we've done that. And that's beautiful because now we've created a space where we can plant new flowers, we can create new relationships, we can put new dreams in there, we can aspire and have our own goals and our own value in our garden. And we wanna go back and check in there every once in a while, because those weeds are pretty sneaky and they will find their way back into our garden. And we wanna remove that weed and go, oops, my mistake, off you go. You're not a bad person, you just don't get to come in my garden. Is there a song that you like to dance to? 
Oh my gosh. I'm Trinidadian, so mm -hmm. I am 100% into soca music. Yes. <laughs> a lot of the lyrics are about letting go and being free. There are a lot of other lyrics in there, but the underlying message here is mm -hmm. let go and be free. So I'm always happy to move. Yes. It's my favorite thing to do. To the right, to the left. To the right, to the left. Right, left, right, left. Left, go, left. Yes. <laughs> See, you're smiling. Yes. That's it. Just turn your music on nice and loud. Let yourself move. with your breath in and you're just trying to match it get to the end of the spiral on your breath in and then on the breath out going back out it doesn't have to be perfect yeah. just reach for what feels right as I'm not gonna let that inner critic overthink things 